Before we jump into today's episode on dating, we want to let you know that we are currently collecting questions that we will be answering on our ninth episode in this season about dating. So whether this is episode one, three, seven, or eight, which is not in the right order, but whatever episode it is, we would love to hear from you. So please use the link in the show notes and tell us all your questions, whatever has to do with dating, things we've talked about, things we haven't, and we look forward to answering it in the Q&A episode. One more thing. Before we start today's episode, this season on dating is coming to a close and the next season is going to start soon. And we would love your input on what that season should be about. So if you'll please use the poll in the show notes and tell us which of these three choices is your favorite choice. And hey, this is a democracy, so you have a voice and you get to choose what you guys want to hear next. So please just take a few seconds. Let us know what you want to hear. And also please tell us what other themes we should cover in the future. Thanks so much. All right. Here's the episode. What's up, everyone? Today, I am super excited to introduce you to our first guest of this season on dating. Today's guest is none other than the Jasper Ituriaga. Forgive me, Jasper, if I pronounced that wrong. I should have asked, should have asked you before, uh, before I pronounced that. But for those of you who might not know Jasper, Jasper is a travel photographer, filmmaker, former pastor, He's also a humanitarian that has been to over 50 countries in the past eight years. And pretty much all of those countries that he traveled to, he did not pay for a single ticket. He has a pretty significant social media following, mainly on Instagram. I love his stories, love to see what he's up to and where he's at in the world. He's also been on several interviews that have probably racked up over a million views across different platforms, sharing about his travels and his story around the world, including building several schools in the Palawan jungles of the Philippines and crowdfunding over tens of thousands of dollars just on Instagram. So I was definitely curious to bring Jasper on to ask him about his unique relationship journey, especially given his unconventional life and his unconventional lifestyle, traveling around the world and the lessons he's learned. I had no idea where he was in terms of his relationship journey and his life, but I think this was a timely podcast. Definitely enjoyed the laughs and hope you'll enjoy them too. So sit back and enjoy. Traveling opens your mind that the world is different. God has given us the identities of our own. And because of that diversity from the world, I've learned that you should never compromise your own identity to fit into other people's identity. Like, I don't need to give up my calling for a wife. I should find a wife that will support my calling, or at least want to join me part of that calling. All right, Jasper, welcome on the pod, man. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank this, you for having me, bro. This, this is exciting. This is exciting. I'm, I'm excited uh, and I'm intimidated at the same time. <laughs> What dude, you I'm intimidated. You're like on you're like on YouTube channels with like millions of views in the Philippines. It's no. like no. Yeah. yeah, I could do whatever, yeah. bro, but but dating and stuff, man. I'm like Oh, it's what? the subjects that's intimidating. The subject is like I why see, am I, I here, see. brother? The, am I lead, the blind leading the blind? <laughs> hey man, we just we just here to hear your experience and yeah. I'm sure there are lots of lessons. You're, you strike me as someone just from following you on 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 social media, listening to your interviews that you've done. You strike me as someone who's very reflective, <laughs> and so I think it, I think you, there's so much we still can learn from you and from your story. And for those you know, there may be people listening now who haven't heard your story, might not be familiar with who you are. Mm. And uh, trust me, trust me, if you're listening to this, you need to go and follow. Jasper on all his socials. I'm sure he'll share them at some point. We were just talking about like the past five minutes. I wish we recorded them because you you just like have all these random stories, bro. <laughs> it's it's amazing just like all the things you go through. And you still like smiling. You still have a smile on your face. Um, yeah, that, that's very Filipino. We get like category five typhoon and everyone's smiling still. <laughs> And I go, why, when Americans would come here I'm taking pictures, I'm like, look, look at these people. They're smiling. <laughs> they lost their house. <laughs> They're like, hi, selfie. 
goodness. That's why, like, That's when a... I do humanitarian projects in the Philippines, and you know, you, when you take pictures, you have to do reporting, yeah. right? And you're like, yeah. dude, why are you guys smiling? You know, you just lost your house. <laughs> and you're like, show me grief. <laughs> Nobody's going to donate. <laughs> You're like, you're fine. You're already, you're, you're chilling, bro. <laughs> chilling. Yeah, that's very Filipino. <laughs> oh, so it's a Filipino thing. <laughs> yeah, we we're really resilient, and and we t- I talked about this a lot because I think that yeah. we're normalizing resilience, and now even though our government is so corrupt, I was like, oh, you're fine. You're resilient. <laughs> A government were oh, like, yeah. uh, you're not. We're not gonna make you. We're not gonna make you roads. We're just because you're resilient. Huh? You're, you can you can handle the suffering. Man. Yeah, so not not cool at all. We should not romanticize resilience. So I'm taking this back to all the Filipino, mm. though the Filipinos listening to this, it's not cool just to be resilient. It should not be normalized. That's right. That's right. Now everyone, everyone should mm. be listening to this. Should know that. Like yeah, it's 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 mm-hmm. not to be romanticized. So speaking of Filipino man, more than fifty countries, and you just told me in the states, like more than forty three states, even mm-hmm. people within the states haven't traveled all that much, with no less with a Filipino passport. Now mm-hmm. some of us understand what that means, like coming from Kenya with a Kenyan passport, mm-hmm. like that is that is a feat. Yeah. Yes, so it's it's crazy. You do you understand this? You know how difficult it is. Uh, if if you guys are listening to this and you have a first world passport, just want to let you know I'm jealous of you <laughs> ahead of time. It is really difficult to travel around the world, and you know I I take pride because I'm, our country is so poor, yeah. and we're so I think our passport is just so weak that mm-hmm. in fact if you probably some of you guys can relate to this, but if you if you have a third world passport, basically what happens to you is before you go to a certain country, we have some, some countries that opens to us, you know, like Kenya, mm-hmm. we have free pass, uh, free visa there. Oh, nice, yeah, I think nice. we pay 25 bucks. And also Kenyans, they can come and they can visa on arrival. That's what they're called. Um, awesome. You know, poor mm-hmm. countries mm-hmm. understand poor country struggles. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, hey, you guys are welcome here. So, we can um, <laughs> But but if you go to first world countries like you go to Europe, you go to to the US and all that, they always ask you to to file for a visa. And sometimes you have to wait for a month or more, sometimes more than that, for your visa to be processed. And that means they're gonna take your passport and process it for three, four weeks. Imagine not having your passport and restrictive to travel around the world without your passport. So that means for one month, you have to just settle down and stop everything that you wanted to do, especially traveling. So, so yeah, that's the struggle. You have to always show that you have money. I'm sure Kenyans have that too. Like, how much money do you have? Right. You know? Bank Can statement. You to go, yeah, bank statement. You have to show all this like work, these uh, papers and all that. And when you arrive to the place, you get interviewed, you get roasted. Like, oh, how much money do you have? You know, how can you afford this and all that? So, it's really difficult and and quite honestly sometimes it really destroys your self esteem as a person like like for for me personally you know I, I went to Israel one time and they always ask me I've been there four times they always ask me questions and all that and then I got fed up with it brother I got fed up and I talked to the immigration officer back and said is it because I'm Filipino and then she just raised her hand like this <laughs> Come she on, shrugged. Man. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, so she's like, yeah. I'm not saying no. <laughs> yeah. But Mercy. Like, oh, so I feel Mercy. that a lot. You know, go to to all these places and they see that you have this passport. It's either how can you afford this, this, or you're just a you're a seafarer. You know, you work in a boat. So yeah, but but so but with God's grace, I'm not gonna let you know, people stop me from doing what I love to do. And so I did tra- travel 50 countries for the past three years. Man, I would have doubled it if I have a better passport. Like, I'll give you an example. When I was in Bolivia, in the border, I can see Argentina and Chile. But I couldn't get in. <laughs> oh, you need a visa. And sometimes, though, like, for example, I was in, in Z- Zambia and, and basically uh, South Africa is only a 45-minute flight. And I applied for a visa. And they're like, oh, unfortunately, you have to go home to the Philippines and apply there. I'm like, are oh, you kidding me? They, it's they like, 
I can see South Africa. <laughs> like, go back to the Philippines. Yeah. So those are the struggles, yeah. man. Yeah. But it's, I again, like you said, it's amazing that you've still, despite that disadvantage, hmm. um, like you've been on this journey where you've been to all these places and you haven't paid for a single flight in the past, what is it, seven, eight years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I haven't seen, I paid yeah. a single flight to ticket for the past, what? Well, yeah. I mean, I probably paid one or two or something, like my personal flight. Yeah, but I don't I mean, remember at all. I don't remember. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's all for free. I've done like speaking engagement, photography, video, and stuff like that. Went to Ukraine, mm. went to North Korea, <laughs> so all these places. Bro, North Korea. I w- yeah. We should just have a whole podcast on North Korea. I'm so fascinated by North Korea. Yeah, dude, yeah it's crazy. Yeah. And, and, and speaking of singleness, did you see the video about the North Korean lady roasting me? <laughs> you oh, see the video? What? Did you see that oh, video? Oh, I posted the, oh, it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Listen. Listen. The, the funniest video of 2022 for me was when the African uncle, what country were you in? Malawi? Um, no, Tanzania. Tanzania, the Tanzanian <laughs> uncle asked you if you were single. He asked you if you were single, and he's like, Oh, you're single. <laughs> and the way he laughed at you. <laughs> Dude, that is go it's on your it's on his Instagram. If you guys want to go check it out. It's one of his it's he posted it as a reel. That was like by far the funniest video. So the North a North Korean late uh, lady also did that to you? Yeah, the North Korean I've lady. Seen it. They're not going to be walking. And I'm always like in North Korea, you're not allowed to film until they tell you to film. And so I was secretly filming all my activities. And so like secretly doing the the filming. And then while we were walking, the lady was like, ah, are you single? And I'm like, yeah. Ah, you travel a lot. Nobody likes you. (laughs) That's what she said. Word for word. Oh I posted it my Instagram. I was like, I was dying. I was like, my self-esteem. <laughs> uh, that's what she said. She said that. She said, you travel a lot. She nobody said, likes you. Nobody <laughs> likes you. Man. Man. I'm not sure she was and joking, sure... but. Oh, and I'm sure, I'm sure those two people are not the only people who've asked you that while you've traveled. I tell you, dude, it's kind of wild. Like every time, especially African countries, they're like, they're like, like, why oh, are you still going? You're 30, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And it's like, also on your Instagram, you know, you do the, like, ask me any question thing. Yeah. on your instagram and people seem to always ask you i mean sometimes it's like for jokes right but <laughs> everyone is the like they're so invested like there are people so this this lady she messaged me recently and she she does like she's one of the top florists in the country and she does like big time weddings and flowers and all that and she follows me she's been following me and she she messaged me hey february 14th is coming if you ever have a girlfriend I, I got you, brother. <laughs> They're so invested. They're so invested. They're like, if you go on a date, I'll make you some some amazing flowers <laughs> for free. <Bruh. laughs> for free. For free, man. It's yeah. not even gonna cost you. Yeah, I sponsor you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like, sure if yeah. they feel bad just... for me or they're just invested. I'm not sure. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I have the flowers, but just bring the lady, bro, so I can bring the flowers. Dude, yeah, so- yeah, it seems like so many people are invested. Yeah, the, the Instagram, they're, they're so invested. It's crazy. And, and that's why I didn't, I, I stopped doing those Q&A because like all the questions like, why are you going to have your girlfriend? Literally, man. So, I mean, I'm curious to know, like, how does it actually, like, how does it impact you on the real? Like, when you get those questions and people asking, like, how does it impact you? Yeah, like, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to, like, sit down here and say, yeah, it's nothing. It's, you know, it's just comments. But if you if you are single and you're like 32 and all that, and you start to feel like, oh, am I doing something wrong? <laughs> like, why am I doing that? Why am I missing out? You know, and all that kind of stuff. But of course, you know, it, you start to think, like, especially in every Filipino parties, like when you go and you're like, oh, where's your partner? And it's all that question. Like, the relationship matters here a lot, and you know, and and most of the time, especially in African countries. When I go there and they see you single, like 
it's always you that is the problem. Like <laughs> you're the problem, <laughs> but they mm. won't tell you that. But you're like, oh, okay, Uncle, I know where you're going with this one, you know. So yeah, and and I also get comments from. I think the hardest part is the comments from my co-pastors who are already married because I'm a pastor for I I I, I mean. I was a full-time pastor and all my friends are now ordained. They got married and all that kind of stuff and working for the church. And I get pressure from them a lot. Like, you know, it's because of what you do. It's your job, you know, that makes you this single and you need to do this and that, you know. So, so you start to think like, oh, like, is there a problem with me? You know, what is the problem really? Yeah, it can get to, it can get to you. Yeah, yeah. It, it can get old too, like get really annoying. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm mean, like yeah, yeah like i i realized like you don't even like want to answer those yeah. questions yeah. yeah yeah so if you're listening to this anyone anyone following me listening to this i'm gonna start blocking you one more question about being single <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it, make, it does the funny thing old. is you make jokes about it too right yeah like yeah. that's the fun like i feel like at your i think your sister got married recently yeah <laughs> so you're making jokes about it too but it, yeah. it does get old it does get old yeah 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 but but to be honest we we're living mm-hmm. we 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 we're in a culture in the philippines that joking around being single is just funny you know and so i joke around about it a lot yeah and i find it really funny uh there's an american who actually commented uh like three four years ago that got me super self-conscious she was like we get it jasper you're lonely that's what she said. That's what she said to me. Oh, the Ministry of Comment. Yeah, because I I, oh, I, 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 I do a lot of, of, of Filipino, oh, sorry, single jokes. But in the Philippines, everyone does single jokes. It's just so funny, like like this making fun of singleness. And so I'm not like thirsty of having a relationship. It's just even even when I was in a relationship, I was telling my, my girlfriend that time, like, hey, can I make single jokes? It's just so funny you know <laughs> yeah 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 no that's 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 the and i i i'll we'll get back to that uh, relationship you're talking about but it's that's the thing that i noticed about you is like i interpret it as jokes mm-hmm. like when you share and I, I don't like interpret it as like oh man this guy is like struggling he's thirsty mm-hmm. he's trying to like send a message i see it as a joke because in a way i look at your life and the things you're doing and to me it comes across as you're living and pursuing such a fulfilling life that it would, of course, it would be great to have someone, but it sounds like to me that it's not like from this place of desperation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I, and I, I don't can know, say, maybe, am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Even, even you know, yeah. when I make those single jokes, I'm actually dating you know like i'm actually talking to, to to people so i'm not like there's no one talking to me or whatever but it's just if you look at it's just so funny like like that's just the culture in the philippines yeah so i don't know if i'm coming from that point of view but if you're in that position i just want to clarify that yo i'm you know i'm doing this <laughs> i'm not thirsty i'm just, <laughs> just funny right Right, 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 right. I mean, so, but, but, okay, but in a way, like, how, how has it been traveling so much over the past eight years and being open to talking to people, you know, uh, whether you've been in relationships and all, like, how is that, how's that dynamic been for you? Uh, I'm sure that when you do travel, sometimes it does it, does it get lonely at times, yeah, just in general? Yes. So there's a lot, and the question is a lot unpacked, right? But but let, yeah. let's start with the lonely thing. It gets lonely. Number one, it gets lonely because you're not with your family. It also gets lonely because you don't get to eat your food. Like people don't understand. Like yeah. if you eat white people's food and you're Filipino, you're like, ah, oh, a little bit more MSG here. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh. I'm, so, I'm so bad. But but like oh, you know, like when you don't like in Africa. I love Africa as a whole, but I can't do ugali. Like, if yeah, I eat ugali yeah, three times a day, yeah. I go mental. You know, so I'm like, give me rice. I went to Ukraine and all they fed mm-hmm. me was bread. And I'm like, give me mm-hmm. So you, it gets super lonely. And that's part of it. People don't understand what food does mm-hmm. to your brain. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And the smell of yeah. your bed. The, you know, when you sleep on a hammock, when you, all this. So it gets super lonely. And one of it also mm-hmm. is just the understanding that you, 
if you have someone you talk to that you can be vulnerable with, that's really helpful. Mm -hmm. If you don't, it's really it gets really lonely. Like, mm. so let me give you a little example. Like, I couldn't for the past few years when I went to Ukraine, when again went to Africa, and did all these rescues for girls who've gone through female genital mutilation, all these crazy stories, right? Yeah. If if you don't have anyone to talk to, you go mental. Like, I, right. I, and this year I did understand how powerful therapy is. You just have to you if you don't have time to really sit down and make sense of things that has happened to you, you go mental. And so it got, it did get super lonely. You know, I wish I had someone mm. to talk about this and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Relational wise, it does get lonely, but that's not something really that is super major because I'm like super busy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. But also following up with, with your other question uh, before I forget, I tried also being in a relationship during the traveling years, but you did try. Okay. Yeah, you try, but most of the time yeah. it does not work. It's just, yeah, it, it, there was, I think I, I should share this story. This, this amazing person I've met two, three years ago. Um, I was, I was only able to get a girlfriend just because this pandemic and I couldn't travel. So I was settled for seven mm. months. I get to met this, mm. meet this person. I get to talk to her and all that for seven months. We were dating. It was healthy. And until I went to I went to Africa again, I went to Kenya, I went to Tanzania, all these places. I went to even Istanbul, but and 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 went downhill from there, you know. And then this this huge let this huge letter of ultimatum that she sent me this ultimatum. Basically, the summarization is: if you want me, you take the pastoral job in Loma Linda because I was like I have this this pastoral call in Loma Linda to be pastor again. But I have to pick my travel. <laughs> I was like, yo, you know, I, I love you, but, you know, I, I would love to do more of this stuff first, you know. So so that didn't work, you know, because of traveling. Yeah, because yeah. you could basically didn't see each other. Yeah, I'm sure the time zones and all that changing yeah. and it was difficult. Man, man, that's yeah, that's something, man, because it sounds like in a way that you, the travels that keep you busy, but even like the loneliness you're talking about, which was interesting, is that it's not necessarily that you were lonely for a significant other. You just needed somebody else to talk to. Yeah, yeah. You travel alone, bro. Like, and then and then when you are you and your pastor and you have this pastoral cape, you can't really, especially in the Philippines, where the pastors like considered as popes. You know, like they're like, oh, infallible, the highest. And 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 you know, we don't say this, but basically what we're saying is like, oh, this is the the highest form of work and all that kind of stuff. You're doing like God's work and all that, and you cannot be vulnerable to people. It's like, hey, I'm struggling in mental health. Every time I hear a siren, I remember Ukraine. Every time I do that, you know, so so all these things you couldn't even like tell people and so and i'm not gonna be like lie here and i don't feel lonely when i would travel lonely in terms of like a like a an intimate partner right like a like emotionally intimate person that you you can have in your life it get lonely but i don't think that's like the number one thing this the number one thing was like i wish this like i could be vulnerable with people i could express what I, my thoughts and someone could help me with this organizing my mm. thoughts and all that stuff yeah 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 no that's yeah i think that's a good point because like i feel like um and yeah a very good point about the the pastors man i feel for pastors in that way because it's like you can't be vulnerable with your church members because they look at you as like yo listen you're my pastor but what you're saying like i think a lot of times even people who might not be in a lifestyle like you like maybe they don't travel experiences life experiences just like covid especially if you're single, if you're living alone, maybe if you don't interact with family a lot, there's that sense of loneliness that people feel. And it's real, man. It's real. But oftentimes, some people interpret it as like, this means I need a boyfriend. This means I need a girlfriend. Yeah. If I just had a romantic partner, then I wouldn't be feeling this lonely. But I will say that it's, I don't think it's a romantic person that we need. We just need somebody someone mm -hmm. who's safe mm -hmm. who we can trust who we can actually yeah. speak to and talk to right because yeah. i think if you do it from a sense of a place of like needing to be in a relationship at that time of loneliness then you can 
easily find yourself getting into a wrong relationship just to cure your loneliness. And it's like, okay, now I'm in this relationship. And, and then you can't get out because you're like, if I get out, then I'll be lonely again. But it's like, no, it's okay to be in a place where you're single, but still have other people around you. Yeah. And that way you're not rushing into a relationship that not might, might not be right for you just because you're lonely. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that with my motivation too, having a relation in a relationship, even though I'm, I'm, people would always say like, yo, you're not trying to find people. That's why, you know, you're not, I'm actively actually searching, you know, I'm actively considering people, you know, it, it's just part of it. Like when I travel to places, I'm like, okay, is there someone who's like, I could connect with and all that? It's, it's just natural. But my, as what you said, my motivation was, Yo, I need I need therapy. I couldn't I couldn't let my significant partner carry all these emotional load that I'm carrying from Ukraine and from all these experiences. I would love to make sense of it all. And so I won't reflect this in my relationship kind of thing. You know, it's already hard. I would love to like to develop this. It's not going to be perfect, but at least I'm aware of what's happening to my brain, you know, like like my therapist was telling me like you've never stopped and made wow. sense about your life because for wow. eight years that's what i've been doing i mean technically 10 years full-time eight years but like you know we we flew in the airplane and and we almost crashed and you know that kind of stuff yeah like in a six-seater air, airplane and we got into a storm and all that and and like for years i was scared of flying but i still do it because i'm so stubborn like i'm not like i'm not gonna let fear control me but every time it shakes, I get these flashbacks of we almost crashed and we are this this time where a small boat died, the the the, the motors died, and we were drifting in South of the Philippines, where it's very famous for beheadings of terrorists. And so we have this, I have all these experiences that, you know, war in Ukraine, of course, all this that have not paused and say, you know, have you debriefed? Yeah, and so. All these things I wanted to I wanted to to know this before I get into a relationship. It's not fair. And so yeah, and, and, and this is a significant thing that that because I travel a lot and my therapist and, and it's really interesting. I'm not promoting this, right? And and I might be misunderstood. I decided I'm I'm just gonna take a non Christian therapist. <laughs> I wanted yeah. to know hey, my, I'm, listen, so, yeah. My my uh, therapist is non Christian, but yeah. that's a Sorry yeah. for another day. I, I, hey, hey, man, I'm not downplaying yeah. Christian therapist. You know, I just wanted yeah. in that sphere already. You know, I just wanted to have yeah. like a non-biased point of view. So, so mm. she, she told me like, have you really sat down and make things of things? And she asked me something that 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 has really like boggled my mind. And and this is in connection still to developing. You know, while you're single and when you're asking like, hey, don't do it just because you're lonely. You know, and all that. And so mm. she was asking me. If you're not a if you're not a humanitarian, if you're not doing all this humanitarian work around the world, you're not a photographer, you don't travel. Who are you, man? I I paused. And wow. I usually am not speechless, but it took me time, bro. Because and she said, uh, you've given so much of yourself to people and what you do that mm -hmm. you don't have your own identity. And it was so hard to swallow. And, you know, like as Christians, we could always say, I'm a child of God. That's my identity. <laughs> but, right. you know, that's the generic Self, answer. Self-sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. are you really without all these things that you do? Have you really sat down mm. and think about that? I haven't really think about that, bro. Bro, I've lived my life with just my bags and my cameras. That's it for the past eight years. I didn't know anything because all my life I want to live for others. And then my therapist yeah. says, you've, you've lost your identity because of what you do. And so mm -hmm. do I want that in my relationship? Do you want to get in a relationship without even knowing who I really am as a person? So yeah, now, you know, I'm not going to be perfect, but, you know, at least I know all these things now. You know, I, I, I start to like I have my direction and what to develop. So that was really helpful. If I was in a, in a position where, okay, I'm just going to, that's what you said, I'm just going to get into a relationship because I feel lonely. It's going to be the same thing all over again, just like the past relationships. Like, why do you even get into a relationship from a person who settled in California that you don't even want to settle in California? Like, that hurts her. That was my fault. Like, you could have not started it if you knew what you want. 
because I don't know what I want. I get into relationship just because you feel like maybe this cure my loneliness. And now it wrecks both hearts because both of you have different direction. You are not asking hard questions. So it's really important to really at least know yourself a little bit just be before you get into the relationship. I sound mm. like a pro, brother. Woo! Wow, I, sound like I a know, pro. man. Yeah, we're ready, bro. Your relationship podcast, bro. <laughs> hey, don't, hey, hey, man. <laughs> I'm not there. I'm just, it's all theory, brothers and sisters. <laughs> no, dude, that's great. No, I love that because what you're sharing is something I hear a lot, uh, a lot from family, friends who have who are either married but were single for like a you know quite a number of years and one of my my cousin actually recently I was talking to her recently and she was telling me that she literally went through a similar phase like you where you know it's like she was doing well with her career she'd travel a lot for work but and she should have unique experiences right probably not as crazy as you but she told me that when she just when she focused on her growth and living her purpose and living her best life, she was also able to learn more about herself and understand who she was and what she wanted. And so she reached a point where she was open to be in a relationship, but she approached it from this place of, I don't need to get married, but I want to get married. And now because I want to get married, I know what I want and what I don't want. And I'm not going to settle. I'm not going to just get into a relationship with somebody I know I'm not going to end up being with. Um, and so she could like, she was able to, you know, she was like, she was like talking to guys, dating, trying to find people like for like five years. And she, of course it was hard for her because it's like, man, like five years, I'm still not finding the person I want to be with. But she was like, I know what I know myself, I know what I want. And she was able to just like be encouraged and keep on going because she knew that she had this life where she was living her purpose, doing, uh, living her, you know, what God wanted her to do. And she wasn't like lacking in the sense that because I'm not with somebody, it's like I'm incomplete or something like that. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I agree. I think that yeah. that was my problem for the past few years. Yeah. So it's like, you're doing it in the standpoint of you needed a partner instead of you wanted someone to, you know, to be someone could develop you to be a better person. And yeah, so, man, I would have avoided a lot of heartbreaks if I knew what I want in life, mm, you know, mm, and so. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure traveling so much has taught you a lot about people. Like, what have you learned about people in general as a result of traveling? Man, a lot of things, you know, like that the people can be very different, you know, like we have this idea, especially when you're living in a Christian bubble and, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you think that everyone, every, especially Adventist, you know, if, you know, mm -hmm. every Adventist mm -hmm. looks the same and sounds the same and all that, when you go to Africa, I'm yeah. like, oh, this is a different world here. <laughs> you know, oh, they, they jump when they worship. <laughs> Right, right, right. That's apostasy in my country. <laughs> <laughs> right, different like, styles of yeah, worship. I think they, diversity is really like a big thing. Like because, and now I'm starting to be open-minded with a, a lot of people when I meet them, especially dating. Like, oh, it's okay. She's different. You know, like as long as it doesn't step on your values, it's okay to be different. You know, it's like, oh, she doesn't like, you know, uh, stuff like this, that it's we should have the same hobby or whatever stuff like that you know so so yeah like i think traveling opens your mind that the world is different god has given us the identities of our own and one thing is that because of the diversity from the world i've learned that you should never compromise your own identity to fit into other people's identity like i don't need to give up my calling for a wife i should find a wife that would that that has you know, so that will support my calling or at least wanted to join and be part of that calling, you know, because that's what happened the last time. I was like trying to fit into this Californian lifestyle. I'm like, I'm not made to go to Walmart every day. It's just not me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd love to go do this stuff, you know, humanitarian work outside the U.S. And, you know, so if it's you, that's you, you know, but never compromise your own identity 
just to fit, to fit in people's you know identity and sometimes i've seen this a lot like we try to we try to mold ourselves and change ourselves just to fit into people's taste and that's and you end up hurting and hating yourself and hating your significant other for for because you did that and and i'll say this right the person that i was talking to i said no when she gave me this email if i work and all that stuff because that's not me brother no that's not me if i do that i knew if things go rough i'm gonna hate her i'm gonna yeah you resent her for yeah i'm gonna resent you for letting me give you're asking to give up my calling the things that i love to do and so the world has taught me that it's okay when africans do drums it's okay when yeah when when english people worship like 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 a cemetery. It was so good. It's okay. Amazing, Grace. <laughs> it's and that's fine. You know, it's okay mm-hmm. to be there. You know, and and that that's what I was thinking about that when you asked him. It's like, what did I learn? I've learned to accept people and be diverse, and that's okay. You know, mm. and, and in my relationship, stand up for your own identity. And that's very important. As Filipinos, it's okay to be brown. It's okay that we're not white. We don't need to have a bunch of lotions to make us white, you know, and, you know, because we change a lot and then we end up hurting ourselves. I'm not sure if I'm answering your question, man, but that's just the thing that I've learned. Like, it's so important to me, like, to to be diverse, you know? Yeah, and, and embrace your individuality. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's even when you're going out to to date, it's like don't change who you are to be with someone. Yeah, yeah. You want to show your true your true self. That's very important, and that that's if she should like me for me. You know. Mm. Mm Hmm. Mm Hmm. Mm Hmm. Mm Hmm. So, so I'm curious: has that has traveling changed your type, like the type of woman? that you want to be with like or are you like filipino woman all day every day man it doesn't matter yeah. where i go east or south I'm, north or west yeah i'm, I'm pretty racist i'm pretty racist bro i like i only like white girls i'm joking i'm joking <laughs> L- ladies and gentlemen i would love to be colonized again <laughs> okay this is getting inappropriate but no yeah, um, <laughs> Callie and I make a joke like that but anyway <laughs> no 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 but, but some people I'm, will be I'm offended pretty, by that yeah. I'm pretty open you know I'm pretty open like I used to when, have you always been open have you always been uh, open? no 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 because okay. I love to travel my idea has always been I would love to marry a foreigner because I love to travel and I love to to study all different cultures and all that so my past relationship were all foreigners I mean, foreigners in terms of like, yeah, like non-Filipino. Yeah, I'm Filipino. So, so most of them are all like that, but I'm open now. Like Mm. I'm trying to, I'm actually talking Mm. to someone from the Philippines right now. So, so look um, at that. Look at that. Yeah. So, so now it's like a, like a different thing, but, but I realized, man, this is actually amazing. You know, just do. Yeah. So, so I'm, 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 I've just learned to, to just readjust and and part partly because I've settled now a little bit, I haven't really traveled that much, and that really has changed my lifestyle a little bit. Just now, like now, I, I got an apartment. I started building a home, you know, and all that. Okay, to learn okay. Stuff. And I think that that has changed a little perspective in my life because now I have a home, and I start to think, yo, I can't go to America anymore. I just want to do to. I, it's gonna be inconvenient if I if I if date someone from other country. I'm I'm gonna try someone from here, and and it turns out really well. So far, it's doing really really good. Cause now, it's no longer long distance. Cause like when uh, I was dating people from true. other countries, it's all long distance. And and I've read recently. I read from from. Uh, like an author, she said, uh, "Love cannot long exist without expression." And yes, and yeah. If your if your expression is like physical uh, touch or you know quality, is time that yours? And all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Physical I could, touch is your love language. Yeah. Zoom and Facebook is not my love language, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so that's You'd why I think so. Given all your travels, yeah, and. Cause, cause Instagram, Instagram is basically work for me, and social media is basically work. So when I have my insignificant, my significant other talking to me through that, it becomes like work for me. Like, oh, I get tired and I just don't want it. So, but when, when, when she's 
near. It's super easy. Like, wow, I, I, I wish I did this earlier, you know? Mm. It would have been way better. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting, bro. That's interesting. So you feel like being more settled right now has opened you up to that idea? Yes. Of, yes, to, to the, yeah. the idea of marriage. Because I, I didn't, mm-hmm. like, see myself doing it. Because, I'm like, I'm yeah. too into doing what I love to do, just building schools, helping orphanages around the world and all that stuff. That's just my focus. And now, and by the way, I had to unlearn a lot of things, bro, because I grew up in a, in, in a very strict Adventist home. That means, you know, like, you need to give to the poor. You need to do this and that, you know, you need to consider your choices. So sometimes mm-hmm. your self-well-being is taken for granted because you have that's, hey, that's, that you're not denying self here. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. literally I yeah. have to spend uh, the whole day in Ikea to decide if I should buy that couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you need to deny yourself. I'm like, man, you, you just, it's okay to just live in hammocks, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Right, you know, but, right. But it's me, like even buying like, a couch is like this difficult decision because. Yeah, because I have to unlearn a lot of things. And, and then now mm. I've spent, bro, I'm like, I started thinking like, dude, you spent, you spent what? $3,000 on a camera and you can't spend 400, 500 bucks for a couch. What are you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. And so I had to set my priorities and I realized, man, if you start building a home, you realize, ah, I think marriage is nice. <laughs> I want to get married, you know? <laughs> but I've never had this mindset before, bro. Like I've never, I've never had this mindset while traveling. Yeah, never, never. All I think of is like, I need to find a girl who would like keep up with me. But, but bro, Imagine, and I was start thinking about imagine life if both of you have are 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 on the pedal. <laughs> yeah, who's gonna step on the brake? So I would love someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would love someone to be my brake. <laughs> okay, so I, but I'm guessing you still plan on traveling quite a bit, though, right? Or traveling is that re- something you'd be traveling responsibly? I think seventy four flights a year is not responsible. Mm. Uh, I was coughing blood in Ethiopia. Late this year, I was stressed, like coughing and I was stressed out and all that stuff. So I think we should be mindful. And I'll, yeah. I'll now I probably travel two weeks in a month or a week in a month and all that. And my my job in Child Impact International has given me this amazing opportunity to to only go to when there's projects. And so like mm. basically they give me time to 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 learn how to just to live life. Yeah, my my yeah. therapist says my growth is Benjamin Button. <laughs> It was like, oh, why is that? And, and because it was like, oh, you've done all these buckets. Because I've done all, almost all my bucket list and all my yeah. things that I love to do around the world. You traveled, you do all these things, you then build schools and all that. That's what retired people do. <laughs> right. Like that's everyone still has that. Every Probably everyone listening still has a goal of doing what the things you've done, right? It's like, yeah. I want to travel to this country, yeah. that country. But mine but is like, backwards. You're going backwards. Cause, cause I don't have a car, I don't have a place, I don't have like I'm only living in a backpack. I don't know how to cook, like all these things. Like it's all backwards. Cause I started doing this when I was seventeen. So now I'm starting to do it backwards, and I realized that man, this is actually helpful to start to see that oh, yo, there's life more than traveling, and this this it's actually good to to have a schedule and to work out and to all these things, you know. So I'm the healthiest I've been, you know. All that stuff. So there's always that balance, you know? So just balance, man. I, I'm not giving up traveling. I love traveling. I think if I have a wife, right. I'll bring her to travel, you know? Yeah. But you want someone who's open to that. Yes. Still traveling, but traveling responsibly. Yes. And and to, to actually have a home, brother. It's like, mm. oh, I'm going to Bangladesh next week. To actually schedule and say, okay, after two weeks, I'm actually going to go back home. That's a game changer. For the past few years, I go to Bangladesh and it's like, you know what? I have nothing to do. Okay, I go to Kenya. So I fly to Kenya. Oh, oh you know what? Mm. Let's go Let's go to Europe. And I go to Europe and all that stuff. Mm. But if you have a home, it's like, oh, I need to fix my faucet there. Oh, I need to have a paint actually. So I need to go home. It, you, it feels so good. Like, whoa, yeah, this is yeah. actually amazing. You know, so that yeah. actually, it, it's so weird, but it actually feels so good. Like I miss running yeah. whenever I'm traveling. Oh, I miss running. Oh, I miss I miss going to to the restaurant near my house. And it's it's that feeling of being a person is so amazing. So so that's what yeah. I've learned this year. I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah. Wow, dude. That's <laughs> man. 
I'm happy for you, bro. I'm yeah, happy man. for yeah. you because that's that's I'm that's still... big. That's a big change for you for almost a decade plus. Like the, your lifestyle has been on, always on the move. Yeah. Um, that even have a place that like home address. Yes. <laughs> like, where would you put as home address on your? You know, because I'm mean, immigration. They always like ask you to fill in your home address. My parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> that's my address but but it's like so 32 year old so good, yes yeah so wow. so i've always tell people hey there's no growth in comfort you know you need to step out of your comfort zone and and it's so funny because i always tell people that and say be missionary go do mission somewhere go go to a different place try to travel and all that mine is opposite mm. build yeah. a house buy a couch stay for one week and not go anywhere <laughs> That's like my 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 out of comfort zone experience, and that's why I'm doing it now. And there's so much growth, man. And now uh, you're enjoying this process of talking yeah. to someone who's local, and yeah. and uh, maybe to backtrack to that, I I think you made a good point also about the challenges of long distance. So Callie and I were long distance for four years. Yes, I've actually listened to your podcast, long distance. Yeah, because 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 I felt alone, brother. Yeah, <laughs> I felt alone. I'm like ah. All these relationship seminars are not about long distance. <laughs> yeah, dude. But I will say this. I will say this, that it's hard to do long distance when you haven't built a solid foundation to work off of and that you can have regular, like the thing that made it work for us, I think personally, mm -hmm. is that our first year of being long distance, we were able to see each other like once a month. And I think that made a huge, huge difference because eventually when we weren't able to see each other for nine months at a time, we already had this like foundation to work off of. Whereas mm -hmm. I think like in, with your situation, like what you shared about like somebody in, in the States and you're traveling and all this, it's like, it's like, when do you have the time to build that foundation? Right. And so I think it's something to be mindful of when you're dating and you're doing long distance, like. And how can you ensure you build a strong foundation to build a relationship and grow it? Otherwise, it can be very mm -hmm. difficult. You need, you need something to work on, you know, like, yeah, what, what is it? Like, I heard this, this Instagram guy, his name is Spice Adams. He said, he said, it's a funny joke, but it's, it's I think yeah. there's truth to it. He said, you can't climb the mountain if it's smooth. <laughs> you know? Okay. I was like, oh, that's actually very wise, you know. And and in every relationship is, <laughs> you know, you have something. Yeah, to, you need some some place to to step on, you know. Like if there's no experience that made it, you know, mm. at least there's something there to to put traction on. And I think what happened to me, I didn't really have attraction, like you know, no foundation, and so we were just sliding to like oblivion. <laughs> like, we're not gonna go there. It's just we're sliding off. Yeah, <laughs> trying to climb but not getting there. <laughs> yeah yeah so so i think that it's important that's what you said if you don't have a like proper relation hey man if your love language is zoom and facebook it i think it will work but if you don't have that love language i don't think you should dare going there because it's you're gonna end up hurting yourself yeah 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 that's true that's true i i don't know i don't know how many people <laughs> love languages zoom man yeah i don't it's like so unideal 2d relationship yeah. is 2d but yeah, dude, I, I think it's interesting that you said how you're like, I want, you know, you always thought you'd want to be with a foreigner, hmm. but then now you're, you know, I don't know. Of course, we don't know where this is going to go, but now you're talking okay. to a Filipino and you're really enjoying it. Yeah. I and love it's it. like this way better local than and before. it's different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that's, I think it is representative of how, like what we think we want is not what we'll actually end up enjoying and so now it's like it's something entirely different and it's like wow i didn't realize how much this would be awesome and it's like if we were more open to you know our type and you know we've talked about this on a previous episode you realize that there there's so many other possibilities that you might actually enjoy yeah, yeah yeah what was my what you, you put me in the quiz what was mine again max oh again? oh so okay so yeah so you did the the three dating tendencies quiz yes yes and yes. uh so you got the maximizer oh well, can you explain to them what was like, that again yeah so the maximizer is the person who's like always 
like research it's always researching the best product so i don't know if you're the type of person but i'm sure like you're always researching like what is the best camera what is yeah, the yeah. best yeah mike yeah. i just gotta make sure i get the the mm -hmm. right product mm -hmm. and so people apply that to their relationship mm -hmm. so it's like i just gotta you know i i gotta find the perfect individual out there i'm not going mm -hmm. to uh, compromise because mm -hmm. yeah yeah but it's like even to the next level it's just like if i can find someone who is five percent better than what mm -hmm. i've experienced then i'll go for that one so you yeah. won't like ever commit to trying something out mm -hmm. because yeah. you're like what if there's better out there yeah i don't know if and, you and, 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 yeah yeah and 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 i could connect to that you know and, and, and that's what you said a while mm -hmm. ago when when you all were also saying like you just be open because that was my trait i realized man okay that that's just who i am you know like you know probably why also that i haven't settled because like oh i want it best you know like i don't want to settle down and all that stuff but i realized right. that when i settled down just recently with with being having a home of my own having all these things I see mm -hmm. women differently and I was like, man, you know, like this is actually a choice you, you can choose, you know, and, and, and not compromising, wow. not compromising. Right. Yeah. Right. Your values, but some of the things that I actually believe in are not my values. It's just my preference, but not like mm -hmm. the main thing. And I think sometimes mm -hmm. many of us are caught up with with identifying what's your value and what's like the main goal and just preference. Like mm -hmm, my preference mm -hmm. was I need to, I wanted to have a foreigner. And I thought that was like my your value. Goal. Yeah. My value. Yeah. And, and, and that's not yeah. it, you know, and, yeah. and that's it slowly, you know, it's like, man, this is amazing. You know, like having someone from, from here in a country understand your culture and all that kind of stuff. It's really, it's so cool. I can imagine, bro. Yeah. I can imagine. And that's, and that's like important what you just said, because we talked about this on another episode is like, it's important to distinguish your preferences from your values. Yeah. Um, but oftentimes we, we, we mix it together and we don't realize that that is, that is a pref That's not a value. That's a preference. A preference. And it, a preference <laughs> can be negotiated. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the preference is like the you know that's like as a result of maybe your experiences and some some people it's the culture, some people it's their parents. But preferences can change, mm -hmm. and preferences it's encouraged. Like be open to preferences changing. Values don't change your values. Yeah. You know if you've really grounded in your values, but if you open to your preferences changing, what if that person you know. Like you, yeah. Like with, in your case, like the possibilities that yeah. could happen, yeah. and it's like you said that it's a choice. I like what you said there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. It's a can choice. you can you talk a bit more about that? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think it's a choice. You just have to do it, man. Like, and I think that we are so caught up with this list of things that are not even necessary, and mm -hmm. we don't choose because of fear that these are our values, but it's not. So, man, it's so it's you a, felt it's like actually, you had to choose. Yeah, yeah, I have to choose. I have to, I have to break down all these unrealistic stuff and choose this person, you know, because she doesn't. She, the and I, of course, first I have to identify what my values are, you know. Like she loves the Lord. Does she keeps me closer to God? Will she come even to at least visit the jungle school? Does she love the jungle school? You know, because that's very important to me. That's my value. If my if my partner doesn't even like the school, <laughs> yeah, maybe for those who haven't heard of the jungle school, like this is not uh, just like is this is not twenty minutes walk from where you are that yeah, we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is far. like yeah. a journey into the jungle. <laughs> yeah, so we have a little. We, we built. I built a few few years ago. I built. It's been two years. I built the two schools, and now I'm like helping sponsor around seven schools in the jungles. So that's mm. very important to me that to to have my kids to have a partner that loves my kids you know and i have like 300 mm. kids up there you know and i would love them to i love you know that i was dating this person and she she's amazing bro she's amazing loves the lord all these things i hope she's not listening but then i was asking her and she was like oh, i don't know if i can do that i don't know if i can climb there and all that and i respect her but hard pass right. <laughs> like pass. you're not a bad you're not a bad person but you know, like right. I, I would but love for to me, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm talking to someone that really loves the project, 
and so like ah this is cool yeah I would love to to talk to do more about this so so I have to to break down all these barriers that she needs she she doesn't need to be from America or from Europe or Brazil or from Mexico or from from other culture because that's not important mm-hmm. I could break that down yeah and I have yeah. to be willing to choose because she has the value that I have mm-hmm. and this is why it's important mm-hmm. to know what you want and so all these lists that I have of my values does she love the Lord does she does she know enough pop culture because that's very important for me I don't want to be like like someone really like too heavenly good yeah. is now no they're earthly useless you know? <laughs> ooh, ooh. So, Man, you gotta say that again bro. <laughs> you gotta say that again but there are there are people like that that are like yeah you know too heavenly good yeah and then yeah. they're the world they're not they're the not of the world and they're not in the world either yeah they're detached and so that's very important for me too that that they're also understanding pop culture and what's happening around, you know, and also yeah. they love serving. They just love serving. And I'm, I, it doesn't need to be church service, just hmm. serving. And I would love to have the fruit of the spirit and it doesn't need to be perfect, but I would love to have someone who's patient and kind and loving and joyful and respectful, all these things. And you hmm. can see that, you know, it's like, ah, nice. I'm not like, look, I'm not marrying a saint, but you know, I, you understand yeah. it's like oh she understand this value and so when you see mm. that she doesn't need mm. to be white she doesn't need to be chinese korean or whatever it, it, she doesn't need to be that if they are sure but as long as it's centering on my value my values i can get rid of things that are not necessary preference and wow. i can choose and say okay i'll try this one because if you wait for the most convenient time, it will never come. There's no convenient time. You just have to pick. You have to choose. There you go. There's the maximizer. <laughs> Learning the crucial lesson. Yes. If you wait for the most convenient time, it'll never come. <laughs> That's powerful. Yeah. So but In relationships so, and in life too, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely, Ben. And... And as I always tell people, you know, you just need to jump out the boat. Just, there's no growth and comfort when you see it. And as soon as you see, and, and, and you know, we grew up with this Ellen White thing. And, and there's this powerful quote from Adam Sloan that she, it's amazing. If you check this out, this author, Ellen White, she was talking about how three questions you'd ask. Three questions. Very simple. Three questions. Will this person lead, bring me up to heaven? Or what was the other one? Enhance my sphere of usefulness. Uh, bring me closer to Christ. And then she said, by, with the fear of God, move forward. Hmm. Like, these are values. Like, you know, this, does she have all this? That, does she draw you closer to Christ? All these things. Then go for it. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah that, yeah, that was important to me, man. I would have not learned it right. if, if I did not stop. And, and Right. And now that you've been able to to talk to this individual and get to know her, then it's not like you're... It's not like you're going for someone that you do, you're not genuinely like, like you don't genuinely like them or you're not attracted to them. It's like, no, you gave it a chance. And now you realize like, wow, I really like this individual. I like what they're about. And it's yeah, yeah like it, they are aligned to your values, but you also yeah. have that chemistry and you really enjoy their company. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And of course, I'm not going to lie. I'm attracted to her physically too. You know, this, that thing. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not. Of course. Of yeah. course. And we yeah. fair if I'm not, but right. Um, and you yeah, know, so, we don't want that. We're not yeah. asking. Nobody's asking for that, right? We want. Yeah. Of course, you want to be attracted to you. Yeah. And I, I told her up front, bro. I was like, I, I don't know what was the script like, but I was, I was saying basically, like, look, I've seen qualities in you. I'm not in love with you emotionally, but mm. I've seen qualities in you that is of great value. Would you want a journey and see how this is possible or whatever, something like that? And she said, yes, sure. So it's, it's good. Amazing. So Amazing. yeah, you just need to be honest. If she doesn't want it and she's not ready, then just move, you know, but just move on. if she yeah. want to tr- you know, see that conversation. Yeah, yeah. So, so that is very important. I think I agree with you, man. Like if you don't know yourself and what you want, you mm. end up just hurting yourself because you, you realize that what has brought you into that relationship is not your values, but your preference. And sometimes when your preference change because of the circumstances mm. around you, then you end up hurting yourself. 
because that's what happened to me when the, per- the person in, Cal- in California. You know, I thought this is what I like because the pandemic, like, oh, we're settling. I'm not, tr- not traveling. I get to talk to the person. And then when travel opens, my preference now changed. I want to travel. And now, like, mm. all these things, like, now I have to leave her and all that kind of stuff. So it like it's it's so bad, you know. It's it's messes the other person. So you need mm. to know your value. Wow, dude, man, you're you're the relationship expert at this point. I mean, at this point, <laughs> yeah. at this point, you've arrived, bro. This 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 wisdom. <laughs> Just a little disclaimer: these are all theory. <laughs> it is yet to be tested. <laughs> No, bro. Literally, what you're sharing aligns with a lot of what we've been talking about already this season about dating. And it also aligns with a lot of the research, a lot of the literature. So mm-hmm. I think you're on the right path, bro. I think you're on the right path. So wishing you the best. Like, no pressure, of course. Uh, now everyone's going to be looking at your Instagram, seeing what's going on. But no pressure, no pressure from us. Uh, we just wish that. You know, of course, that you got you do what's right for you, and uh, sometimes things work out, sometimes they don't. But ultimately, we know it's all for the good. So it's 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 been great to learn about your journey and yeah, the lessons you've learned and the ways you've been growing mm-hmm. in that area. And it's again, like I'm telling you, this has been really helpful. And I think mm-hmm. this will help a lot of people. Hopefully, man. And and, and can I say before we, before we close, I just want to say, bro. Yeah. Now I remember, yo, if you're listening and if you're lonely. Your your life, and you know, you feel like you wanted to have a partner, and and all that, and this that feeling. Just want to, you know, it's normal, you know, because because mm-hmm. I grew up in a culture, but then maybe there's Filipinos here listening. We listen to a lot of of like what I said to, to you. Like we listen to a lot of GYC seminars. We listen to a lot of audioverse seminars and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes we try to impose. You know, when you listen to people's love story, and you're like, oh, I wanted that love story. Also, you know, it's it's. No, it, we have different love stories and it's okay to be different than the speakers that you're listening to. Because I, yeah. I used to talk to women and, and they're like, oh, I want this, I want that. I was like, dude, you don't have to sound like Nicole Parker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Right. And that's okay. I love Nicole Parker. You know, I love listening to her, but it doesn't need to sound like that. It doesn't need to be meeting Alan Parker in the airport. <laughs> Right, this like romantic yeah. novel yeah. story. Yeah. Or... Be like that. And, but what my point was, this this when I grew up in this culture, bro, that telling you like unless you're filled, and you're you're there's a lot of girls here. It was like single blessedness. Unless you feel that you're fulfilled in your singleness, then you're not ready mm. for anyone. Like you need to be, bro. Mm. Bro, yeah. loneliness was pre-fall. This was before the fall. Adam felt lonely before the fall. <laughs> it was part of the perfect Eden. Be, uh, finding a partner, finding a mate was before sin. And it's not sin to be lonely. And it, we should right. stop telling and to people. De- and to desire a partner. Yes. Yeah. And we have this idea true. that oh, you need to be f- so filled with Christ that you forget about this need and loneliness. Man, I agree that mm. you should be filled with Jesus, right? And I agree with right. that. But mm-hmm. but we should not <laughs> tell people that it's wrong that you're not you feel there's something that you feel lonely you know and it, and that's fine and I, I'm saying that because you know in my I mean, like my culture in the Philippines we teach that a lot at church and I was like oh, you should be single blessedness <laughs> all that stuff single no, no you know, blessedness okay. that's what they call it here single blessedness and all these girls are are posting this a lot and I'm like dude. And they're like, oh, I'm not ready because I don't feel fulfilled yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. You won't, you will feel lonely. <laughs> so I just want to let you know that it's okay. It's fine. It's normal. And and just do it. Just be open to people. And it's a journey. You know, you don't jump into, into that just journey. You walk. Right. Yeah, no, Ben, that is an excellent point. And I, I hope that you know, in our discussions that that is, yeah, that that message is received, that it's not not trying to blast this like, oh, you should never feel a desire for a partner and that's when you're ready. Yeah. It's like, no, like <laughs> that desire, yeah, it's God-given. 
Yeah, it's and okay. I, I mean, that's why, yeah, that's why we even have, that's why this podcast exists. Like we're trying to give you practical tips because we know it's like a legit desire and you're trying to get, find a partner just like you're trying to find a job. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's also even when you're trying to find a job, like the desire to have mm-hmm. a job, to have a career, to have something that provides for you, it's not a bad desire, right? It's just like we're, we're, we're encouraged to approach it from a non-anxious place. It can be difficult. You can get discouraged. That's normal. Um, but it's fine to desire that and to seek after it. Yeah. yeah. Amen. I don't want to add more because I'll be in trouble. Yeah, no, bro. Thank you for being real. <laughs> but, bro, it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure having you on, man. And thank you, man. Uh, yeah, we'll please go follow Jasper. It's Pastor Jasper, right? Yeah, it's P S T R Jasper. Yes. Yeah, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram, Instagram. Yes. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, please yeah. go follow Jasper. He has amazing stories. Post there almost almost daily, bro. Yeah, yeah. Try, I, I try. Yeah, I try. And you know, yeah, I'll you're definitely you one of my favorite, man. I'm always like your story. <laughs> I like I have to always watch your story. That's the story. Thanks, man. You know, I, I so. it's funny because when I started dating, dude. I haven't even mm-hmm. posted okay. two days now. Two days now. Woo-hoo-hoo. Oh, oh no! Okay. I totally forget that I have work to do on Instagram. <laughs> there you go. Hey, that's what happens now. It's that's fine. What... It's fine. <laughs> hey, bro, we're excited. I'm excited for you, man. We'll Thanks, survive. Man. We'll survive. It's okay. We can get one story a day. It's okay. Yes, yes, yes. You don't have to post the whole. We'll survive. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Blessing. Bless you.